the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Matthew Newton. Ed, Matt Newton's here from Stupid Stupid Man. Very happy We'll finally find out if it is the hot dog story. <laughs> Apparently not. Say hello, Matt, if you want. Hello, hello. What have we got? Anything to um, impress him Boris with? Boris has emailed us in to talk personal, which is good news. We are going to have finally the first episode of Passiona High. Fantastic. Uh, Jared wants to hear more Nickelback. No dice. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with Australia? That's apparently a segment on today's show. Great. Oh, dear. <laughs> that turn ugly? Will we be screening callers for that one, Tone? Straight to air, do you think? If it turns ugly, we'll just replay the synth Stedford. That's mm. what we've given you today. Do you like mid-80s synth music, Matthew? Are you kidding? I love mid-80s. He is wearing a keyboard tie. Oh. You have come to the right program. It's all coming up on Get This. Convenient? Absolutely. But could it be annoying too? Oh, that's uncool. Come on. <laughs> That's the church. Good morning, everybody. Good evening. Good afternoon. Or after midnight, if you're in London listening on the internet, it's me, Tony Martin. It's Richard Marsden pushing a button or two in the sidecar eating sandwiches, Ed Cavalier. Good morning, Tony. And in the fancy chair with the fake applause, Matthew Newton. Yes. Yes, thank you, thank you. Let's get straight to business. Are you playing Bert in that film? No, I'm not. They must have chased you for that, though. Oh, look, they look. I, I, they approached me. I read the script, and um, look, I love Curry. He's you know a good mate of mine. I think he'll be fantastic. But um, it's kind of more my life. Like it's my history. Yeah. You know, it's not a film. And, so you've read the script. I have read the script. How weird's that? <laughs> Are really you reading funny. stuff? <laughs> going, Dad never did that. Well, it's all like it's good. It's well written. The only thing is they've kind of done that that thing where they. You know, they write the characters off screen like they talk on screen a little bit. So there's kind of a bit of ear pulling and a fair bit of gags and just a little bit of googly eyes. But um, no, look, it's good. I'm not, I actually think it, look, it could be fantastic. And I think, as I say, I think Kara will do a great job. I reckon the way to do that, if I was doing that, I uh, wouldn't get any funding, of course. No. Nah. But is just one <laughs> night on the set of IMT. Just yeah. one night where everything goes horribly wrong. Like the beginning of Mr. Saturday Night. Mr. Saturday Night, the start of that, but yeah. for two hours. Oh, look, Dad and I had this idea of doing, like, five years. Like, you know, 66 to whatever, 71, 72. And having it through the eyes of Peter Feynman, or the Peter Feynman character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Changing all the names so that you can actually tell the real story. Right, right, you know, right. Possibly... A glass coffee table or two. And, uh, you could keep Pete Smith, though. Because <laughs> Pete Smith is anonymous enough that you could keep What's that. What's the glass just, coffee table about? Oh, yeah. See, Ed's young enough not to have heard that story. Oh, good. Well, what, see, what it's, been tri- well it's been attributed to people all around the world. All right, we well, don't yeah. have to say who, who it was. That's what happened, though. There's a coffee table. Yeah. And there's digested food involved. Yeah. And uh, and there's lying on a shag pile of carpet, is all I'll say. Really? And it's not fit for broadcast. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That's all. seen short bus. Style. Yeah. <laughs> be amazing. Be amazing. Maybe the whole film set from the, the point of view of the glass table. <laughs> great stuff. That's great. Now we're talking. You just need one camera. Yeah. For an entire film. Locked off. That'd work. Locked off. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hang on, was that going to be in your film or not? Yeah. No, well, it might have been. It might have been. You've got to. Oh, well, it's the moneymaker now, clearly. So you've we'll got to fund it then. You've got to change the names because what? Because you're going to really go to town on these people? Oh, well, you, you know, I think people would open up a lot more. You know, it involves right. some research and having lots of drinks and, you well, know. Obviously, if you change the name of Bert Newton, I mean, clearly it's still going to be Bert Newton. Maybe Nurt Buton. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no one will know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay, so Richard Marsden sitting over there 
pushing buttons. He reckons he knows who's playing Bert Newton. Yeah, no, mm. I've heard some pretty hot hot gossip actually. I'm not sure. I can't. I can't say. Can't say on here. You can't say it. Can can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it's someone who you wouldn't necessarily expect. Someone who's who's on the radar certainly. Oh, Kerry uh-huh. Ann Kennelly. But in a different Joyce Jacobs actually. Joyce I was nice. Jacobs. <laughs> Kim Jong Il. <laughs> Graham Kennedy and Jimmy Kim Jong Il in the booth. <laughs> that works, good. I think. <laughs> that works. If he, whoever plays Dad is going to have to talk bloody high because the old footage of him—he yes, half out of half. I mean, he's really—it's all kind of up there, and you know, it's really amazing. <laughs> And he was, uh, you know, we had Bert in here. Did you? Yeah, he oh, co-hosted oh, yeah, this yeah, show. Yeah. Oh, good. And we got out that book of uh, a million years of TV, mm-hmm. and I didn't realise how many, uh, you know, love triangles and stuff Bert Newton was uh, rumoured to be in in the late 50s. Talk to me. There was one with a I've always thought I never looked like Mum. <laughs> Hang on. Steady on. There's some recasting required. <laughs> but it was all, uh, yeah. He was like uh, Hugh Hefner of his day. Yeah, he got. He, I think he got around. Yeah. That's not true. Hugh Hefner was the Hugh Hefner of yeah. his day. Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> he got around, got you around. say. Nurt Buton. Oh, oh, look. Hey, look, we'll get back to Nurt talk later. Yeah. You're on uh, Stupid Stupid Man. Clearly. It starts tonight it on does. TV One. You'll find that on Foxtel. It's choice. It's choice. Yeah, I saw the first episode. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it's choice. You like it? It is. Cool. It's good. Cool. Choice. I like the... Yeah. That's good. <laughs> 80s. I love it. Yeah. I have to say it starts and we're in an office mm-hmm. and we've got a handheld camera and I'm going, oh, is it going to be like Frontline? Oh, is it mm. going to be like The Office? Yeah. Oh, there's not going to be someone being David Brent like yeah. we have to have in every show now. Yeah. And then Hope, Wayne Hope, oh, is man. playing the editor. Ah, the man. It, he's ah. off walking his own area. Yep. You know? He's... For forging a path. So, like, five minutes in, you can take the safety belt off and go, good, it's yeah. going to be its own show. He yeah. kind of set it up. When we did the first read, Wayne really, really kind of set the pace for us all and, you know, kind of made it very clear that it was just in his work. Well, no, actually, he sat us down and told us how to all do it. <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. But, um, sheets for everybody. He made, yes. a tape. he made a tape of him being you, doing your he character He did. Gave us everyone. the Proustian questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does your character have a... Oh, um, run early today. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, no, no, he set the tone. He played it really straight and that was kind of great. It because it's about one of these blokey mags like a Ralph or an FAQ yeah, magazine. Mm, so mm. I'm going, oh, no, there's going to be the sort of... Tit fest. There's going to be a tit fest. There's going to be... You can tell what all the characters are going to be. And then, of course, you don't. You go down a different path. Wayne is this very repressed, mm. sort of hen-pecked husband. Well, they're kind of like... Like, I went and did research there, and they're kind of like that. I mean, they're really? kind of... They're pretty sterile environments. You could be in an accounting firm. There's no pictures of nudie girls, and all the journos are, like, you know, taking themselves pretty seriously. It's not a lot of fat blokes queuing up with questions they've written for Imogen. No. <laughs> we do an episode where we actually have that. Oh, really? <laughs> Lots of fat blokes. We do a commercial for the, um, we film a commercial for the for the magazine and um, we actually get, go to the readers and they replace us all with real blokes and they're a bunch of freaks. Really? And Yeah, no, it's kind of funny. <laughs> well, I used to know a guy that, uh, he was like one of the head kind of article writers for like one of the sort of low-rent porno mags mm-hmm. and this is when we were at uni and he used to pay us 200 bucks each mm-hmm. to come up just to come up with filthy stories that he could print in the mag hey, did you come up with much <laughs> I, I didn't I, I didn't get anything in right but there was one guy <laughs> a glass coffee table yeah. or two <laughs> if I'd known that uh, but there was one guy who got uh, who was like a re- he was like he just had a talent for it mm-hmm. he'd just sort of wander up and hand it in and then the, they, he'd stand there and he'd go, oh 
Yeah. Oh, Disneyland. Good good work, sir. Disneyland. <laughs> and, he go, and he was under a pseudonym and he was making so much cash. Pawning up. What was his pseudonym? I don't remember. B. Tony Martin. How did you get rejected? I mean, you're talking about low-rent porno music <laughs> and you're saying, I never got anything in. <laughs> no, I just, I guess my stuff wasn't fruity enough, you know? Um, I didn't get, I didn't, you know, I didn't, you know what I mean? Looking you, at you now, I don't believe that at right? all. <laughs> you can bring that. I, I mean, am wearing a no G-string and a top hat this morning, everyone. Uh, <laughs> we'll take anything on the show. Have you still got those scripts? I may have them somewhere. Yeah. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you know, we could do Passio on a high up late edition. That'd be oh, good. Fantastic. Well, all right. Well, then why don't we, yeah. we should, can we post one on the, the net? Is that all right? I don't know. Not sure. Can we I think just the net's give... a place for pornography. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I don't accept that. It was, it was <laughs> early 20s erotica, please, Rich. <laughs> early 20s erotica. It's entirely different. But a lot stupid. more milk crates involved. It's not. It doesn't get that fruity and stupid, stupid man. No. Now, no. what's going on two episodes tonight? Yeah, yeah I don't no, actually, it was, and I think they're in a different order to how we shot them. But oh, okay. um, yeah, they put a double episode on. But it's definitely on TV One tonight. It is. It is. Bobby Franklin, Wayne Hope, nine thirty, and yeah, it's one of those uh, yeah, your modern sort of slightly glossy men's mags. But mm. do you remember the days of when it was just you know the uh, the picture and the people? Ah, oh, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Readers' wives. Readers' wives. The double decker <laughs> department. What was that? The double decker <laughs> department was when you could get 25 bucks for just sending in photos of two people, uh, or not people, see that would be the obvious thing to do, <laughs> objects or animals that appear to have sex. Oh. So to be like, yes. here's two dogs going at it. Oh, we've done dogs. Oh, here's two cats. I mean, we've done cats. I'll just position these two coffee mugs. <laughs> so it looks like they're having sex. 25 bucks to that reader. Is that still going? That, I don't know if that's still going. <laughs> that's, that would work. We've got to get that. We've got to we get that on this show. But here's what Santo Chilaro, a.k.a. Oh, yeah. Snato Garo, Snato. when we worked AKA on... A.k.a. St. Claron. We did... The, that was another misspelling of his name. We worked on the uh, breakfast show, Triple M in Melbourne, for five years. Santo had this big book of... Uh, it was like Jane's Guide to Double Decker Buses. <laughs> and every week he would cut out another photo of a Double Decker bus and send it into Double Decker Department. It never once got in in five years. They were constantly just getting a shot of a Double Decker bus. I mean, he doesn't get it! <laughs> so, I don't know if... Uh, but, no. Double Decker Department. Brilliant. Co- Cock, that's the name of the magazine in Stupid Stupid. C-O-Q. It's much classier. Yeah, and Chaps Own Quarterly, even though it's a monthly magazine. Oh, Oh, Chaps Own Quarterly. Not a convenient cock gag at all. No, we we wouldn't. C-O-Q gag. We would not descend to that on this program. Did did Bob Franklin swear on the show? Yeah, he did. It was actually, when I listened back to it, it was kind of a funny joke. Mm. It was a pretty good joke, Mm. but it was too blue for this time Mm. slot. I tried to Mm. cover it up and made it worse. (laughs) (laughs) That was ridiculous. If I can just say... You were trying to say, oh, Tone, he yeah. said, you know. Yeah, what? I know, he said it. Yeah. Yeah. He dropped the Franklin, as we now call it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like mid-80s synth solos? Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah. You've come to the right program. Yeah. That'll be next. That'll be uh, Perfect Strangers in Excess. Here, get this around the nation where Matt Newton is with us because Stupid Stupid Man starts tonight on mm. your TV mm. One. 9.30. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I was told to get the plug in. TV Good One, 9.30. You've done well. You've done very well. Because <laughs> uh, Bert Newton used to do, uh, he was like the announcer for about 75 TV stations at one point. Mm. Was he in the mm. early 60s? Oh, he was the head announcer at Channel what? 9. Did you want me to do him again? Oh, no. sorry. <laughs> How nice. Nurse Newton. It's so easy to go and Bird. I'm not going to do it. I won't be lured. Ooh. Yeah. It's offensive Come with on. Matt here. No. Mark Mitchell does a good Bert, but mm, yeah. but not doing Bert. <laughs> <laughs> does he do Bert doing Con the Fruiterer? <laughs> Work that out. Good.
Uh, what are we talking about here? I don't know. 80 synth solos. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to the 80 synth got a, solos. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, good. I'll hold that back I've just got to mention our, uh, our sponsor, of course, oh, the yeah. Mercedes-Benz Vito, now with an extended three-year, 200,000-kilometre yeah. warranty. Oh, oh, <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. We'll get to the 80 synth music. <laughs> Video did kill oh, the radio ooh, star. Uh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, no, radio is... My ears feel dirty. Radio's on the way back. Is it? Mm. People are turning off the TV and getting into the radio podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So have you got that song? Have we got? Didn't we reverse Video Kill the Radio Star? Because, frankly, that song, you know, it's been asking for it for 25 years. I think so. Begging radio has been waiting to get its revenge on that it's song. It's biding its time, yeah. consolidating its power. Yeah. Uh, and who, who, who wrote that song or who performed that song? Ooh. The Buggles. The Buggles. And, and what, what are they doing now? What was the Buggles? Was where, that, where have they ended up, Rick? Was that that guy Trevor Horn? Was that him? Yeah, Trevor Horn. Oh, Trevor, Trevor Horn. What's the Horn up to these days? Well, he produced the uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Criminal. He's a criminal, is what you're saying. Sort of He's a, a musical criminal, The is man what behind that big-ass Fearlight sound. <laughs> Whatever's clever, Trevor. Yeah. He's a bad man. Radio killed the video star. See if it's in there. There will be no point for us to play it, obviously, (laughs) once I've just announced it. Yeah, we'll see Richard sweating. Richard sweating. Radio killed the video star. God, that buggles. Seamless. 25 years we've been wasting. And it just cut out. Just stops like every song on this network. It just cuts out. Remember, time for the sustain at the end. Shambolic. Oh, it's all right to have, you know, in excess going on and on for seven and a half minutes. <laughs> the buggles can't get a look in. Hey, the synthesizer news. Keep up a bit of Gary Newman, sir. Oh. Keep them coming, buddy. <laughs> Listen oh, to this. Stars collide. This was in the paper today. British rap star, Miss oh, yeah. Dynamite, is in, Dynamite. Heide- yep. is in hospital. No mm-hmm. I was going to say in Heidelberg. Yeah. Sorry, pardon me. <laughs> Not as big news, really. After a high-speed car crash with the lead singer of ACDC, Brian Johnson's what? car hit the back of Dynamite's car in a collision at 160k. So you're reading that, you're going, wow, that's a coincidental yeah, accident. That's, oh that's quite ridiculous. And then they reveal it was part of a celebrity race. No. Oh, Isn't that great, though? But for two paragraphs, you're going, wow. That's amazing. I didn't know that he was hunting her down. <laughs> I didn't know he had such a big... I didn't realise that ACDC had such a big Miss Dynamite sort of obsession. But then it says Johnson... Well, different mark. 59 won the race, narrowly beating 1980s synth pop star no Gary way. Newman. Oh, yeah! oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I tell you what, I tell you what happened actually. I saw some of the footage of that. And Johnson was second all the way, and he just got close enough to show Newman a lava lamp before he hit the finish line. <laughs> oh. Freaked him out. Hit the, Newman hit the deck, right? <laughs> Car veered off and Johnson rode on through. Because he's nice. freaked out by lava lamps. Who else? Would you, who, anyone else in the race that we that, that you can mention? Yeah, it doesn't say. No, no, no. 80s, you know, soccer players? What? No. David Ginola? Matt, oh. what is the, you know, you would have, would you have been alive in the 80s? Yeah, just. Oh. I was 77. Oh, so you might no. not remember that uh, mid-80s sound. Not well, oh, are you kidding? As long as it's a piano guitar involved, I'm into yeah, it. We're talking. <laughs> Listen to this tune. Uh, Boris has emailed in Mm. saying uh, that he grew up in the 80s to the dulcet tones of the Kirsch, Mm. Nick Kershaw. 18 years of his life has been Kershaw-free. And ever since you buffoons, talking about Rich, have been playing with it, the same go down on me, the riddle and the unforgettable, wouldn't it be good? I've not only been having flashbacks, but I haven't been able to get the melodies out of my head. He's gone and downloaded some Kershaw. And he's worried about where he's going. Please stop the Toto before all is lost for me. I may go to the point of no return and go all the way to... Dare I say it? 
Ario Speedwagon. Wow. You don't know the harm you're doing. Stop the synth. It hasn't oh. gone that bad, has it? Is Toto Africa? Is that yeah. Is that oh. Oh, look. oh, There you go. Brilliantly done, Rich. Oh, remember that one. Across the Serengeti. <laughs> June <laughs> Little. Best bit of panelling ever, Rich. Listen yeah. to this. Hang on, Tone. The, 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 the words hadn't finished on Matt's mouth, and I could see Rich, <laughs> like his eyes closed. <laughs> Just reaching out to the Toto button, and then he looked down at his hand because he didn't realise he'd done it. Yeah. I'm playing footies under the table with him, actually. That's how he knew. Jude Little was at Billy Joel's concert on Friday night and was amused and delighted when the synth got a run during the entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad to see the synth getting an outing at the Rod Laver. Synth plays Laver. Oh, fantastic. Okay, it's we've sizzled it up enough. It's time for Passiona High. This is a serial that okay. uh, Ed and Greg Fleet came up mm. with, but then no one got round to doing. So I've had a crack at it on the weekend. Yeah, I did no work. I brought. I, I came oh. up with it. That's unlike. I'm you. like, yeah, no, no. I, I like to see myself as creative director of this project. Mm. Do you? Mm. Yeah. So what does it need in there? Synth. You've got to have some synth music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to have my nerd character. Yeah, you're the chairman of the nerd meetings at lunchtime. Who are you? You're the groundskeeper Gus. I'm the groundskeeper Gus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. After my KFC There's got to be uplift. It's got to be inspiring. Yeah, it's got to, it's got to, it's got to look like all is lost. Yeah. And then from somewhere, somehow, synth-based, we find new strength together and lift Passiona High up to the, up to the heights with which it belongs. Okay. I'm excited. I'm not sure if I've got all that in there. All right. Let's get started. They say there's a place where crazy dreams can come true. Where a skinny kid who's been pushed around for years can make a stand and win the school synthesizer solo competition. Years ago my heart was set to live. Oh, I mean, I'm a nerd. I've been trying hard again. That's right. Unbelievable eyes. We're used to being mocked for our dreams and our mini pens. It's so hard in times like now to hold on. But this time it's going to be different. Don't say where to be stuck by. Oh, yeah. At my side is God. This time I'm here to stay. Tony Martin is the chairman of nerd meetings in the library at lunchtime, even on nice sunny days. Tony, what are you doing in here? Shouldn't you be outside playing sport? Groundskeeper Gus, you're pretty cool, what with the KFC ads and everything. <laughs> you know it. Do you think I've got what it takes to win the synth solo champs at the Estedford tomorrow? Well, let me ask you this, young Tony. Are you down with your mid to late 80s standards? I know the Kershaw catalogue back to front. Well, in that case... So? And not only that, you got the power! Thanks, Gus. I'll give him a big shot. Yeah! Welcome to the annual Passiona High Synth Playoffs on lead guitar, groundskeeper Gus! And there can only be one winner today. First up, students, would you give it up for the Korg and Roland stylings of Ricky Air? Did somebody order a sizzling hot synthesizer solo? Serve it up, Ricky Air! Strap yourselves in. Watch this.
Eat my dust, nerd chairman. Look at his fingers fly across the keyboard. Telling you, Tony, you can take him. This is all cheap shop-worn theatrics. This kind of stuff belongs in Las Vegas, not on stage at the Passione High Synth Stedford. I rest my sin. Wow, that's going to be hard to beat. Next up, you all know the chairman of the Nerd Committee, Tony Martin. Here he presents a composition of his own entitled... Reflections. This sounds like mid-period Vangelis. Don't worry. This is where it kicks in. Oh, come on. Give me a go. This is an original work. You people just don't understand. Forget it. Tony, you've got to get back out there and win them back. Oh, it's too late. No one can top Ricky M. His brother was in YYN. Tony, listen to me. Sometimes when your hopes have all been shattered, you with a dream. Gus, please give it away. It's over. I wonder how you keep going. What are you trying to say? You can fly if you try leaving the past behind. Yeah? You really think so, Gus? Heaven only knows what you might find. Oh, I don't know, Gus. I don't really think I'm cut out for this. Rolling 5,000. You can win if you dare. Watch this, Gus. Let's see Ricky M follow me down here. My God, I've never seen such dexterous synth playing. Is he working three keyboards at once, Nick Kershaw style? Good Lord, his fingers are a blur. Well, I think we have a winner. a place where crazy dreams can come true, where even an unfashionable nerd can be a mid-80s synthesizer guru for a day, at a little place called Passiona High. Think we've made it. Uh, is it uplifting enough, though? Is it inspiring enough? Uh, Couldn't go, be more. I just want to go running. I don't care where I end up. I just want to run <laughs> in the rain. Run. In yeah, the rain. It must be raining somewhere. Is it long enough? No. That's the question. <laughs> no. All right, uh, man. Oh, fantastic. That's almost as inspiring as late for school. Remember that, oh, man. You. Oh, thank you. Thank that you. Really needed a bit of uh, synth work in it, I think. First joke. Late for school, Ross Higgins comes in. I've got a school book and I've got a porn magazine yeah. hidden behind yeah, the yeah. school book. And he came and he went, Hello, Dennis, boning up there. <laughs> oh. Then you would have been uh, sent to see uh, Frankie J. Holden, Principal S. Lavery, <laughs> if I remember. <laughs> but look at Look at Ed. It's like a man who's just shower. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go. Go, go, go. That was his catch cry. Go.
Well, maybe Principal S. Lavery can come back because our principal at Passiona High is Principal Dirty Sanchez. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to run. No one wants to go and see him. More uh, inspirational music. Deputy Principal Turkish Grip. And and what is wrong with Australia? That's what we're doing next, according to this sheet of paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, We're going to nut out what's wrong with Australia. Next, on Get This. Get This. And I saw a terrorist target, an environmental pollutant and a safety hazard. For the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito. It's Get This, that's what it is. Mm. Around the nation on Triple M, KOFM in Newcastle. Matt Newton is with us. Hello. We've been unable to resist uh, talking about his dad for ages. That's that's never happened to me before. No, I'm sure. But Pete Smith, of course, I've worked with Pete for uh, many years. Mm. Did you say you went to a Pete Smith gig recently? I did go to a (laughs) Pete Smith gig, a.k.a. my sister's wedding. Um, (laughs) The undercard. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And Laura Newton as the bride. Um, He did one of the readings and uh, when he first... Got up. Hang on, he, Bible reading. Yeah, yeah, Bible readings in in the chair in the ceremony and uh, in and the he, voice. Oh, he got he, the letter of Paul to the Corinthians, <laughs> and everyone ju- for the first line. It was like this is Salah's entry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Did what he? Where they win? But you know what? He was fabulous. They had like you know had dialogue in it, and uh, he acted. I mean, I've you know bad eggs. I've never seen him act since <laughs> bad eggs, and. He acted it. It was fantastic. So did he do like a bit of Corinthians and then Pete Smith speaking? Yeah. <laughs> do a bit of that. <laughs> Here's Paul. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was pretty pretty insane. Nah, he's good. I, I mentioned uh, off here that I had to go to, um, well, it was Myrtle Wood's funeral a few years ago, mm-hmm. Granny Davis. Mm. And Bert was on the card. Mm. Pete was on the card. Phil Brady was on the card. Right. It turned into a celebrity roast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they've got to top each other. Yeah, yeah. But, but Phil Brady would have quoted less than everyone else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and had a bit of a lie down for most of it. But was it, did you grow up in a kind of Rat Pack style household? With oh, look, no, we, we had, I remember one big party. We had a massive party for Dad's 49th. Right. <laughs> Weird. I don't know why they would have chosen the 49th. But that was a, like, that was an occasion. It was, you know, Maury Fields and, you know, every, like, you know, just that whole kind of showbiz crowd. And that was, that was pretty cool. I really, really enjoyed that. But no, it was pretty quiet at home. It was pretty quiet. I mean, Pete used to come over and announce dinner sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just if it, wasn't, if it wasn't testing well. Yeah. You know what I mean? There wasn't much sunproof for dinner. And actually, Phil used to uh, taste test Dad's food Is to make right? sure it wasn't poisoned. <laughs> Tonight, we're eating snails. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, hey, what about some music? I know mm. we've already, uh, you know, drunken at the synth well. Mm. Any more in the tank? What have you got for us? Oh, oh, you don't right, know. Got, You've got right. no idea, Ed Cavalier. <laughs> nice. I forgot where we were. Uh, yeah. I've Triple got, M, I think I've, you'll yeah, find. No, KOFM I, in Newcastle. That'll do. I've got my friend Wooksy's wandered in uh, the studio, the bearded one from Thank God You're Here. Oh, oh come oh, on, turn hello, his microphone on. Hi, Dan. Hello. Daniel Cordo, you might know him as one of the other people standing up the back looking inconspicuous <laughs> on Thank God You're Here. And I don't mean that as an insult. It's, no, a, it's, good. it's a hard thing to do. A to hero. not steal the scene. Mm. It's a strange and odd thing that we do. Yeah. We're still trying to work it out, but uh, you're the it be- is fun. You're the bearded one, Dan. Whenever I'm people come up one. to me, they're like, oh, I love that show. That bearded guy is so <laughs> good. So if you ever lose that beard, man, that's like your power. I know. I want to shave, and, no. and I'll be unrecognised. 
got a few fans too, a few chicks. Oh, oh really? Yeah, He's a cherub face. You're I've been, I've been followed Frenchman. by some old men, and yeah, that's who yeah, I thought yeah. that was yeah. it. But well, they may have been chicks. chicks. I don't know. Ensemble cast groupies. Fantastic. If you wouldn't mind just hitting this hi hat that I've given you, uh, Matt. Whenever you feel like it, cracking with some guitar. I think I'll probably sing pretty high pitch today, Rich. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Two, three, four. <laughs> Thank you. Good time. Theme from Shaft. <laughs> oh. oh, no, of course not. <laughs> That's the fine young cannibals. Let's get this around the nation. Let's get straight up the mountain. <laughs> Matt Newton is with us. Hello. Stupid, stupid man is on tonight on TV, TV One. TV One thirty. Oh, you've got to have a look at that. Wayne Hope, Bob Franklin, Leah Vandenberg, all kinds of people. Chris Lamy, Sophie Katinas. They're acting away. Matt, just quickly, didn't you direct a movie? I did, I did. A movie called Right Here, Right Now. A proper feature film. Where is it? Uh, well, we shot it three years ago, so hence it's called Right Here, Right Now. No, it's not out yet, but it just won um, Best Film at Rebel Fest. So, there you um, go, so it's winning things. Yeah, we're, we're launching it, I think, uh, in January, January mm. or February, so oh. hopefully we can get some support for that. Just call oh. Triple M and leave mm. your details. Yeah, Maybe. Do, do, please do. What does it need to come out? A new opening scene, short bus style? Oh, yeah, that'll get it out there. Yeah. That'll get it out there. Absolutely. Okay. Sophie Monk. Oh, oh yeah, that could work. Look, what's Splice wrong? Splice her in. <laughs> That's what we need to say today. What's wrong with Australia? Oh. Mm. You know, not serious things. Axel no. Whitehead's ghoulies? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Rip. A bit of an overreaction there. I mean, it was mm. the only kind of rock and roll thing that happened at the Aries, wasn't it? I'm sure yeah. it's the Aries, isn't it? What, well, uh, it was an overreaction to what he showed, I think. No, I think so. Mm. Mm. One nut. We need oh. some... <laughs> What, people knew that, didn't they? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Axel Wonder. So is that what yeah. you're calling him now? <laughs> I must. All right. Uh, things that are wrong with Australia. Obviously, serious things in the news. Diabetes. Oh. And this was a story in the paper yesterday. Diabetes poised to wipe out Aboriginal population of Australia. That could happen this century because of diabetes. Already responses around the nation. Herald Sun columnist in Melbourne, oh, no. Andrew Bolt, says it's pretty underrated, that diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ABC board member Janet Albrechtson urges Lebanese people to eat more sugar. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> is that the serious news out of the way? Well done, Tone. Covered, my friend. You know, when you want to uh, divert the spotlight from something, mm -hmm. I find it's good to pick on fizzy drinks. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony yeah. Abbott's pulled that one. Has he? He was copying it yesterday. What about? Because of his hatred of women, apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's always that, you know. <laughs> and he's gone, I know, I'll point the finger at soft drinks. Yeah, that'll get me out of it. Ha here it is today. Health Minister slams fizzy drinks. Hard word on soft I love it when people try to go in hard on soft drinks because <laughs> the phrase soft drinks, it's one of the funniest phrases. This was, I can't remember who this was a few weeks ago. This is, I think, uh, opposition spokesman in Victoria talking. The idea of a soft drink police force is just over the top. <laughs> I love that sentence. Can we can we hear it again? Please. That's one of my favourite sentences. Soft drink police force. I love the idea of a soft drink police force. Let's hear it again. The idea of a soft drink police force is just over the top. <laughs> What's their weapon? Do they shake up the bottle and spray it? <laughs> I love the idea of just, just, you know, the more seriously you decide to talk about soft drinks, the funnier it sounds. Mm. We've got to get soft drinks out of our schools. Mm. Wow, well, we replaced them with what? Oh. Uh. Carbonated water. There you ah, go. Okay. okay. Lightly, so aerate, lightly aerated. Yes, lightly. 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 Diabetes, soft drinks, cross them off the list. What's wrong with Australia, Matthew Newton? Oh, God. Come on. What are you going to blame? Point uh, the finger at something. Go to town. 
I would say... I don't know, too much sport? Sport, oh. yeah. Too much sport. Sport's been getting away with it for too long. <laughs> Let's come down on sport. Sport police, that's what we need. Sport, sport police. police force. Of nerds. <laughs> <laughs> any two people engaged in any activity that involves a ball, not Axel Whitehead style, <laughs> should be forced, forced to walk in opposite directions. What's Absolutely. wrong with Australia, Ed Cavalier? We don't have front page uh, news stories like they do in Malaysia. Check this out. The Malaysia government leaders, blah, 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 they're upset because there's been a frank exposure of sexual attitudes ac- among the country's youth on the front page. They had a survey desc- asking kids what they're... Oh, not kids. What am I talking about? Adults, what their favourite sexual positions were. And the top three was spooning, something called galloping, and teabagging. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give them all a boo. Okay. Now, where's our front page for that? Spooning? <laughs> you know, Innocent had... fun. Yeah. Teabagging? Not fit for description <laughs> in this time slot. What about galloping? Galloping? <laughs> Don't know. Sex on horseback, presumably. But it's okay for us to have, you know, when the races were on, you know, every single day there was just horse... Model on one side yeah. and sort of politician slash horse trainer, red-faced horse trainer on the other side mm-hmm. for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. I'm like, we're going to do two things at once here, Matt. I don't care about that. I don't know who's going to win. What do I care? This is what should be on the front page. A galloping expose, Tony. <laughs> An eight-page galloping lift-out. What does that say about that bloke, the galloping gourmet? Remember that guy? <laughs> Constantly that at it. Good That's some fun that in the kitchen. Good at Ken it. James style. Richard Marslin, what's wrong with now, Australia? Not enough payphones, and the ones that you do use don't give away any change. Oh, <laughs> good call. Rich, that's very AM of you. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Very AM radio. Well, you know, most people have mobile phones these days, but if yeah. you want to make a 40-cent phone call for yeah. a payphone, you put in... Score some gear. Yeah, $2, something like that. Sure, whatever. Okay, it's 50 cents, the by the way, just in yeah. case you actually haven't made a payphone call for a while. Yeah, that might be the problem. 50. It's ridiculous. What? They keep, they, keep, they keep all the money. They don't give you any change. It's no. like if you went to a shop and gave someone $2 for a 50-cent item yeah. and they didn't give you any change, mm-hmm. want to punch you in the face. Yeah! yeah. yeah. But you can't do that now with Now we're talking. I went to a payphone. I, I used a payphone a couple of weeks ago. I put in $2. The call didn't go through. No money back. Oh. Give him a round. I trashed it. We got a full bench today. Daniel Cordeau from the fine ensemble cast of Thank God You're Here. Now all out of work getting around in barrels <laughs> is with us. What's wrong with Australia, Dan? Uh, not, a, not enough barrels, basically. Yeah. Not enough barrels. Give her a round. Boom. <laughs> Long enough to cover my de- you know, to keep my decency. Just a satiny lounging barrel. <laughs> we have to share barrels. Yeah. Go through a sort of you know rotating roster. Rotating. Oh, what else? Stays Someone has to take home and wash the barrels every weekend. <laughs> oh, there must Humigate. be. What else can I get angry about? Come on. Oh, there must be stuff here. Come on. What's oh. the matter with you, Rex Hunt? What's he done now? Uh, what's going on? Any more sound bites for us? Oh, this is a premier uh, kind of competition. What do they call it? An election. That's one. Oh, yeah. Know, a pageant for, uh, <laughs> pageant. for premiers. Ooh, Coming up in Victoria. for premier. It's an election. Mm. I don't know if it's been publicised down no, there. I don't think, no, I don't think we've heard about it yet. Rex Hunt mm. was asked if he would be voting Labor mm. on the back of its fishing commitment. Mm. They've, they've got a fishing policy, apparently. Yeah, for them. <laughs> Rex, <laughs> gave it. Police. Yeah. <laughs> Rex gave a definitive no. He says, I'm blue. It's in my family. Oh. <laughs> Rick's Hunt declares he's blue. There he goes. <laughs>
surely he's got something to say, Mr. Marsland. The girl's happy. Ah, there you go. Yes. <laughs> oh, she was black and blue. There we go. What? One more. Else is wrong. One more. Here we go. Uh, this is out of uh, unfor- This is what we don't have. I'm all about what we don't have, right? Squirrels attacking postmen. Check it out. In uh, in a place they like to call Oil City in uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Barb Doherty, a 30-year-old postal service employee, was attacked and bitten by a squirrel while delivering mail. Uh, it was a freak thing. It was traumatic, she said. She was there putting her hand into the... putting some mail in, and yeah. out of a tree, a squirrel jumped down on her head and started biting her neck and her, and her ears, and by before she had time to sort of whack it away, it had run back up the tree. Bad for the squirrel, no nuts. Booze <laughs> <laughs> for everybody, Hey. Squirrels taking on drop bear kind of attack. So, hang no. on. How is that something that's wrong with Australia? I want to read about that. I want people to be, you know, putting mail in. Heard of koalas. Oh, not enough. Fauna attacks. Yeah, yeah. Like drop bear style attacks on, on posties. All right. Mm-hmm. Give it's us funny a call. stuff. The number is 13353. Tell us what's wrong with Australia. Let's get to the bottom of this, miss. Mm. Here on Get This. I've got another oh. confession. It's Get This. That was the Foo Fighters learning to fly, learning to run to time. Well, it's well, a no, lesson it we have you, not that was called mastered. Best of you. Oh, sorry. You do not listen to the songs, do you? I was busy talking yeah. with Matt Newton <laughs> about what's wrong. Wrong with Australia. Okay. That's hi. our topic up the mountain today. Hello. The film industry. The film industry. Uh, that would be part of it. Well done. Hello, Justin. I didn't get a boo. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They're conserving their energy. Justin, could you boo real quick? i boo. There you go. There we go. Hey, uh, what's wrong with Australia, mate? I think it's a lack of respect for our national icons. Okay. Yeah. Um, we got that story on the news this morning about the kangaroo found in the back of the barina a bit roughed up. Back of the barina? What? Yeah. What was going on there? Yeah, I don't know, they, they found it on the Northern Road and um, it had some pretty serious um, head and leg, leg injuries. So you're saying it was just hopping down the road minding its own business? Yep. And someone, and someone did, tried to t- stuff it in the back of a barina? Yeah, and, and roughed it up a bit. Roughed it up? Oh, jeez, gave it something to might go have on been with. Kate, might, have been Kate, might have been Kate Blanchett, you know what I mean? <laughs> what did you just say, Matthew? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> One for the black box recording. Uh, no, you know, because our Kate Blanchett, she'll go a horse yeah, just yeah. to teach it who's boss on on set. Well, we weren't sure. All we know is that a zebra, a was zebra, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah, on yeah. the set of the new Kate Blanchett film, yeah, yeah, The Golden yeah. Age, and we just assumed she'd punched it out. Yeah. I don't know if there was any proof <laughs> so of that. So she's in the country. Hey, we didn't mention everyone who calls up gets a copy of our album. Oh, a yeah, legal download, you, only a thousand copies stamped. Justin, would you like your copy signed by Richard Marsland? <laughs> I would love my copy signed by Richard Marsland. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Stuffing uh, a kangaroo into the back of a marina. <laughs> Free album. Hey, Baz. Hey, mate. How you going there? Uh, um, what's wrong with Australia? I mean, yeah. What's wrong with Australia? I reckon too many overseas call centres calling you up in the middle of 6 and 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. Oh, what's wrong Drive with Australia? Stroke Pakistan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and are you getting a lot of this, Baz? No, well, my actual partner gets a lot, and she's... she's uh, We've got a little boy and we've got another one coming and they call up between six and eight when she's having dinner and she just she listens to him for like five seconds and then just hangs up on him. Really? Yeah. She gives him five put, seconds? She puts my little boy on the phone and... Yeah, <laughs> and he buys stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Put the kid on to talk to them. That's not bad. Yeah, Pretty insane, yeah. Yeah. I think still the Seinfeld technique is the best one. Ask them for yeah. their number yeah. and say you'll call, call, them, call them back. Call them back. <laughs> uh, absolutely right, Baz. Thank Album! You. Album for you, Baz. Hello, Andrew. What's wrong with Australia? G'day, guys. Hey, uh, look, you, well, you, it's partly your fault. Uh, oh. Not enough theme music for our politicians. Oh, oh. yes. You're right now. Of course, we all know the Kim Beasley theme. He has it following him everywhere now. 
But, you know, what? we really need a good John Howard theme. Have you got any suggestions? Uh, well, possibly the Mr Magoo theme for uh, oh, little Johnny. Mr idea. Magoo, we must dig that out. And, uh, Do the Darth uh, Vader. I also thought maybe the baby elephant walk for uh, Amanda Vanstone. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's been done, I think. Yeah, the yeah. Emperor's March from Star Wars for Philip Ruddock, we yeah, decided yeah, on that, because we think he is Senator Palpatine. <laughs> he, is. he definitely is. At best, he's Senator Palpatine. <laughs> what about uh, for John Howard, the theme from On the Buses? Oh. Ah. It's almost working. You need someone a bit more roly-poly for that one, I reckon. Yeah. Like father and son for Mr. Abbott. There you go. Ah. <laughs> What's father and son? <laughs> the Cat Stevens song. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking of mother and son, which would be a good uh, one for John That's Howard. not bad at all. Okay. All right, hello, Nat. Hey, guys, how's it going? Really good. What's, uh, what's wrong with Australia? I just don't think we have enough uh, Whitewood Furniture salesmen who have gone completely mad. (laughs) (laughs) If we could get an army of them, we could take on the world. Yeah, well, I mean, I always remember uh, when you were doing Martin Malloy tone how you don't believe they've actually gone insane. No. But when they've got those brain-snapping bargains, I just, I don't see how you can think they don't. A lot of them are faking it. You know, they say they've gone completely mad, but they seem quite rational in their, you know, discussion of shipping errors. <laughs> you're signing your name over. Absolutely right. No, I th- Nat, who else, do you, any other types of retailers you think should go completely bonkers? Uh, book salesmen. Book salesmen. I don't know why they always seem so demure. Yeah, you're right. I I've gone completely crazy. All the Camus, it's got to go. <laughs> Due to a shipping error, I've got 14 million copies of Tony Martin's Lolly Scramble. Yes. They've all got to go. Why don't IVF clinics ever go completely <laughs> mad? <laughs> We've got eggs. We've got secrets. It's all got to go. Shops have all the fun. <laughs> all right. Lastly, Michael. Lastly. Why don't we have enough of? Mate, I don't think we have enough celebrities as politicians. Good work. Michael, you're onto something. Who would you want to see, Michael? Harold. Harold take on Alan Jones for Prime Minister. Harold from Neighbours. Yeah, he'll make a good Prime Minister. That's Alan Jones. So that's that's good cop, very bad cop, right there. Because you have in America, you've got you've got Arnold, you've got Jesse Ventura, you've got Cooter from the Dukes of Hazzard, you've got Fred Grandy, aka. Uh, Gopher from the Love Boat. Oh. Love Boat, yep. He's a congressman. Yep, 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 yep. Why can't we have that? That's a great idea. Tody! Tody! Toadfish! Couldn't there be room for him up the back? I'd love to see you in Parliament, Tone. <laughs> Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minister for kind of loose-fitting jumpers and... Uh... <laughs> I'd have to resign my job as the president of the Nerd Committee in the library at lunchtime. There'd be a conflict of interest. Oh, OK, <laughs> maybe not. Let's get that in music. Part of the problem in Australia is shows running seven or eight minutes yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're contributing we're to that part of deficit. Uh, Matthew Newton has a fine new comedy series starting tonight called Stupid Stupid Man 9.30 on TV1 on Foxtel. For some reason, two episodes back to back. Yeah, I don't know why that is, but uh, I'm excited about it. Oh, I'll watch them both. He's got a movie which no one will release. It's too edgy and short bus yeah. for the public, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> right here, right now. <laughs> try and track that down. And thanks to everyone who called up and got themselves a copy of a legal download. We are giving them away virtually at random over the next three weeks. And our key phrase today, well, I think it was when I couldn't think of the uh, words state election and instead called it a premier competition. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you, Dan Cordeaux, for sitting in. Thank you very much. We'll be back tomorrow with who? Sahir Biljik. He goes off and it's all thanks to the Mercedes-Benz veto.
Jul! <skratt> 